All right, all right, all right. Welcome to a waterlogged tater talk where it's raining like Florida, where we record right here at Tate's Comics. Or that. Maybe it's like Slurpees. Where we bring you all of the crispiest news. And sometimes I succeed at flipping pages on microphones and Brian doesn't. Anyways, I've just never been kissed. Anthony. Well, I was kissed once. You know, as a girl. Maybe. I don't know. I'm Brian. I have clearly wanted to live ever after without Brian. Joe. And um, I probably shouldn't have answered that phone call or failed that horror test. Jen. She knew one! And she said her name. Wow, guys, guys, (laughs) just breathe. (laughs) Wow, you knew one. That's that's your one. That's my one. It'll never happen again. I I went to go with, I kissed uh, kissed a girl and I liked it, and then my brain shut down halfway through. That's where I was going, and then my brain shut down. You got me okay. Wait, Brian's the one who didn't know one this weekend. Yeah. What the F, Brian? Hey. What the F? Hey. You guys have flipped. We did. Did Don't you make and Jen pee into the same fountain and then lightning struck and you switched bodies? Did Freaky bodies? Friday happen? Maybe that's what happened during uh, Taste of Dragons. Or one of you little dicky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say Jamie Lee Curtis, but little dicky works for both of them. Yeah. Oh, that hurts me so much. <laughs> that hurts so much. Google it. Yeah. Don't Google it. It'll break your heart. It's such a dumb rumor. Google that, then Google John Renee, John Bonet Ramsey, and then Google Avril Lavigne. All three of them. Google them all. <laughs> I wanted to add the Olsen twins thing into it as that's well. That's not a real. Yeah. That's just John Oliver. The, yeah. You got to Google the Avril Lavigne because it's the best of all of them because either she's a clone or she's a lizard person. I like the she Taylor Swift. Wait, whoa, the, whoa, whoa, what's the whoa, whoa. What is this? Oh, no. The Taylor Swift is a reincarnation of um, one of uh, Aleister Crowley's disciples. Oh, my God. Oh, that's the best. That's oh, you guys know that one? That's pretty great. Yeah, no. she was like yeah. big old cultist and then she looks identical to... Taylor Swift. Well, now I got to look that up. That's yeah, uh, that's now. that's an amazing I think, conspiracy. I think it's I think I that's the the magic cult. She was is that or one of the other ones. She was like well, a really big figure in this like magic cult. And uh, you've you've killed my night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost an entire night to the Jean Bonnet Ramsey is actually Katy Perry conspiracy. Oh no! Yeah, that was oh pretty good. yeah, but she wasn't actually murdered. Murdered that they. They realized that they couldn't go any further with pageants. So they pretend murder and then hid her away for 10 years. And then they slowly turned her into Katy Perry. Yeah. That's a great conspiracy. It's some next level stuff. Wow. That's terrifying. I, love it. I know, but isn't it great? Okay, I'm going to have to look up. You got to look that one up. <laughs> it's not as good as the Avril Lavigne is a dead clone or a clone actually committed suicide or that she's a lizard uh, person. But I mean. Well, there's also um, Paul McCartney or not. not McCarthy from the Beatles. Paul McCartney. Paul, you had Paul it right McCartney. The first time. Okay, I knew that he's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that he uh, died, and that's his body double. Oh yeah, that's another big one. And that that, that explains why they they had like such a because sh- he doesn't really the conspiracy. It points out that he doesn't in the course look, of like two years looked very different. Yep. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. I have never heard that. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, and that his wife, his ex-wife now, is in on it. And they started the group Wings as a way of like conspiracy theory cr- recruiting people into like a weird religion. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. It's like yeah. They probably, they probably also made the movie Dave. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> also look that up. That is about uh, the president being uh, put into a coma while he was 
in relations with uh, cheating on his wife. Yep. And then so uh, Kevin Klein's character, Dave, or yeah, him. He, yeah. Uh, he's a body double for him. He does like local commercials and then they recruit him to actually be the president while the actual president is in a coma. Spoiler alert. He's a better president. What? Whoa. <laughs> and then he, you know, he, uh, Susan Sarandon is the uh, is the first uh, first lady and she knows immediately that it's not him. But, you know, because she's his goddamn wife. Yeah. <laughs> is Dave nice to her? Oh, um, yeah. That's how that's she knows. Probably how she yeah, yeah. So, that, that's why I was asking. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Joe, she it's actually, like you've seen it. Yeah. I have not. <laughs> I don't know how you could have gotten this nuanced writing if you haven't, Joe. I know, right? Jeez. Uh, but then, you know, they end up falling in love because it's a rom-com and it's a 90s rom-com. So I've seen it. And uh, As yeah. Have I. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Dave is a good movie. And I thank you for seeing them. So I didn't have to. You're welcome. In reality, you would probably enjoy Dave. Yeah, yeah. it's not surprising. It's, I do like a lot of that garbage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So Susan Sarandon. I mean, you can't go wrong. I don't like her. So you can't. <laughs> I was oh, going to say, Joe does not like it's her. It's like, wow, I, I don't I know. know. That's where we went with oh, this. She's I know. so good in which the she's, she's really good. I don't. Oh, uh, you got to kudos her. Like, very few actresses have had, like, it's her, Stalker Channing, and Maggie Smith have had the mental fortitude to look the same age from start to finish in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, put Betty enough. Davis on that list as well. Good for her. Because she did a great job. She did. Although, to be fair, Betty Davis for her first movie did look much younger. That's fair. That's and fair. it's very clear something different. No, went I was down. wrong. It's not Susan Sarandon. I knew as soon as I was saying it, it's wrong. It's uh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, it is. I do love her. That's yeah. okay. Yes. That's what I'm I meant. I'm that's back what I in meant. the day. Oh, you're right. It totally is. As, as I was saying it, I was like, it's the chick from Ghostbusters. Wait a minute. That's not Susan Sarandon. Brian's like, I'm going to goddamn <laughs> get you to watch this. I know. Right? If you just lied to me, I'm going to be so mad watching <laughs> Dave. It's, it's, it's Sigourney Weaver. All right. He looked up the Iron yeah. He's, he's, he's proving it to her I'm about that life. It's Sigourney Weaver. I'll watch Dave. Maybe by next week. No. I have, no, wait. I have to watch Tropic Thunder before I watch any other movie yes. or yeah. Jimmy Will Kill Me. <laughs> Sup, oh. Jimmy? Never, oh, the Gorny. You don't yeah. see I've never seen Gorny. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. I heard that, um, was it Tom Cruise was in it? And I was like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. And, uh, that's what revitalized I, his career. It I, is apparently, actually, he's great no. in it, too. I, that's, yeah, have you seen it? Yeah. That, that I, scene, no, I don't get me wrong. I, I no, actually really enjoy that movie. That scene is what brought him. his career back. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, he's not just, you know, Mission a, a dick. <laughs> he can actually have fun with the movie. So, yeah. Even though, I will say, he is funny mm. in that. He is not my favorite part of that. No, I no. agree. Like, no. It's probably one of two films I like Danny McBride in. Yeah, <laughs> he's enough. hit and miss. It's that in the Fair foot enough. fist way. Fair enough. <laughs> <That's it>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's get into our comics. All right. Let's, let's see what we've been reading this week, you know. What the books? words on paper we've been putting into our brains. That's right. You know. Woo. What? Before that, I just want to say <laughs> that I was very impressed that we went from Drew Barrymore to not talking about Drew Barrymore at all. Yeah. For the rant. So Don't good. get me started. I'm, no, I can no, talk no, about Drew no, Barrymore no, no. all day. We're, we're, we're moving on to our comics. I'm just saying I'm very impressed that it didn't stay on like a hate train That's or a love train. That's because I'm your friend. Yeah. I know how much you hate the voice. Drew I do. Yeah. I really this do. Is, this is Drew Barry. Whole Drew Barry more. This is Drew Barry less. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I, I'm just. I'm appreciating that this is where this went. Thank you. Thank I mean, you, my yeah. fellow podcast. Her father mates. alone. Yeah. Her father alone. <laughs> he once punched Joan Crawford in the face. I'm just saying. Look it up. Google Listen, it. Let's phone home and go to our comics. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a fire starter now. A twisted fire starter. Uh, uh, you're such an angel. That's got, actually a great movie, Jen. Yeah. You okay. should watch Firestarter. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, Anthony, start us off. I got betrayed by Brian. You did. You did. <laughs> well, I will talk about the most recent issue of Powers of X. Because there's like, even though it's not a red issue, there was a lot. It of actually kind of should have been. Yeah. There was like a lot, especially because this is issue five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of power, so everything's kind of ramping up. We see, kind of how. We see a thing that I like, where a lot of writers, when they write Emma Frost, a lot of inexperienced writers just go, oh, she's a bitch. It's like, well, yeah, she is a bitch, but she's not just a bitch. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more to Emma, and Hickman got it. Yeah. There's a reason. (laughs) Exactly. There's a reason. Well, and especially if you read her series where you find out she's a bitch because, like, her brother hung himself. Oh, the Emma Frost series? Yeah. That was a great series. When you read that series, you realize she's a bitch for, like, literally her her being a bitch is because she had to... Harden herself against the world. Yeah, but in this one, you see, you see how Magneto and Professor X um, recruit her, and they use literally Emma's biggest weak spot: children. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, you know, the children of Genosha, Genosha died. This is your chance to." And she's like, "What?" She's like, "Fine, I'm not doing it for you though. I'm literally doing it for the kids." And it's one of those like, "That's exactly how you recruit Emma Frost." Any, she's like three weaknesses, and one of them is always children. Because no matter what you want to say about Emma Frost, she is first and foremost a teacher. Yeah. She genuinely cares about students. She cares about mutant kids. But other than that, there's also there's there's the hint at the Quiet Council. Yeah. Which yeah. we know some of the members of. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, no. We okay. know some of the members of. Okay. We actually know the full members because two of us are assholes yeah. and looked up the leak thing. But we're not well, going to talk about that. There's also an old ad for this run. But it turns out they have probably. Re- that's not an ad. That was a cover, too. Oh, they no. revealed the, almost the entire Quiet Council on issue one of House of X in a variant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, dope. We're not going to say who it is. No. You guys figure it out for yourself. No. Yeah. You well, can go, they, they I'm just saying you can go look one. it up if mm-hmm. you want. They revealed all but one. However, that one is someone who I've been wondering why she has not been in these books for forever. Yeah. But it was, it, was, it, was, it was a super informative issue. Lots of like, here's how the mutant government functions now. Yep. Here's how it's going to continue to function. Mm-hmm. Here's the pieces we've laid in place. I now f- have a theory about what year 1000 is. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, we one, both have it. Yeah. I yeah, think, yeah. Jen and I were talking, I think year 1000 is that missing lifetime number six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that the whole point of that is, I think Moira is one of the blue people. I mm-hmm. think they use either apocalypse tech or whatever. Who knows? They're yeah. mutants. Fucking magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's still alive. And I think the whole point is that she's going to see this, the phalanx taking over the, all that for the phalanx to take over. They have to kill her physical body. Yep. I think they're going to kill her. She's going to come back, and Xavier's going to project what she saw worldwide and be like, hey, listen, mutants and humans, if we don't work together, this is it. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is how the world's going to be. So shape up, or we're going to, at some point, become machines. We'll be eaten by... Mm-hmm. So Yeah. yeah. Especially because that one blue person was like, hey, wait, wait, wait. Where's our bodies? What happened to him? Why'd they kill him? It was and like, they're like, oh, that's what it does. They kill the physical body. They don't. They don't do yeah. matter. So yeah. I think that was another like. It so didn't I think work. Moira is one of the blue that's people. Moira. <laughs> yeah, I think the one who's like, what happened to our bodies? Yeah, I Which, think the whole point of Year One Thousand was that's Lifetime Six, and it's going to mm-hmm. show us. And if we're right, that means that Moira's been in all the Power of X books. All the Powers of X books. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that's something that's been bugging me is that she be like she's been missing the, this whole time. They yeah. were like, oh, look at this really cool thing, and we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we also see Forge create mm-hmm. Cerebro in the backup system, the new Cerebro in the backup mm-hmm. system, which is really cool because they use like Shi'ar tech and 
It's a very cool issue, so yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the genuine end of this. Yeah, I, d- I did like the the whole exchange between Xavier and uh, and her and uh, Emma, where he's just like, all right, we are going to need Sebastian Stan. And she said, I just got Sebastian rid of him. I would Sebastian love Shaw. Sebastian yeah. Stan. Yeah, no, you're right, yeah. I do love that. I just, just got, got rid, rid of him. him. <laughs> and he explains, she's like, yeah, I understand, fine. <laughs> well, and that's kind of why, like, I've been saying this whole time, like, I don't know why Kitty's not around. And now with Sebastian Shaw coming in, I now know why Kitty's the leader of Marauders. Because, yeah. one, to steal actually an observation from other Anthony that works at the store, Kitty will eternally be to Emma Frost the student that got away. Yeah. Because she first kidnapped her in her first appearance, like, no, I will teach you. And Kitty, like, Emma Frost is not genuinely, she does not like a lot of people, and she loves even less people. Mm-hmm. I think she actually does love and care for and respect Kitty. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're bringing Sebastian Shaw in, it's like, well, that's why you're the leader of the Marauders. Because mm-hmm. they're both in that team. It's like, yeah, you you have Kitty as a leader because you're like, hey, when, not if, <laughs> when we cross the line, you need to bring us back. And if not us, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me. It's mostly me. me. It's me. Yeah. Sebastian can go away. Yeah. But yeah, I love oh, that no, too, Oh, no, something Ryan. bad happened to Sebastian. That's, uh, uh... To be fair, Kitty and her are the ones who made him, like, brain dead recently. So, like, neither oh, one yeah. of them have any love lost for him. I did also like Namor. The, the oh, little bit the with Namor. Namor. I totally yeah. forgot. The Namor part of that book was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, when you, when you actually mean it, come back and maybe I'll come to your island. But until you mean it... Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Get out of my face, <laughs> yeah. little man. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed that issue, too. Yeah. Uh, Jen, what did you read this week? This week, I read The New Mutants War Children. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Not bad. Okay. It's it, the, All right. The problem for me, personally, is that it's it's obviously in the middle of something else <laughs> that I have not read. <laughs> so the context of it, and they do a little bit to, like, sort of explain, and it is more about what they're doing in that moment, but... Like yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a weird one shot. It, if you uh-huh. have, it's, it is it's a, one a weird shot. one shot if you haven't read lots of New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, the art is panel by panel very hit or miss for me. Okay, um, I do enjoy like a weirder sort of art style. Um, and then there's this book. Some of these panels in this book are like so disconnected and disjointed that it's difficult to understand (laughs) what's happening in that panel Mm -hmm. um well uh, i have a feeling those panels involve warlock or or uh the demon realm yeah (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) two things that never equal good panels in new mutants books or easy panels yeah yeah Yeah. um it's still i mean from an art standard i personally i personally think it's very pretty um it's actually i think it's gorgeous but at the same time for this for comic book for understanding for understanding like just looking at it as a picture i'm like like i flip to a random page and i'm like this is objective like i think this is really really cool but at the same time uh, i don't know what's going on <laughs> so welcome to my world almost every week <laughs> every time jen picks something yeah um but they have some really great shots and then some not so great shots yeah. um but you know it's a very contained story it's a good one shot um i appreciate where they go with it and the the overstore oh all story I would have I just think I would have maybe appreciated it more um, if if I had a little maybe a little more context or I don't you know. would have because a lot of this deals with the inferno stuff where Ileana yeah. becomes dark child yeah. so yeah yeah because <laughs> she goes from human to dark child real fast real quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and then they're like and you, they're treating it like it's her first time so then it's just like wait there's no bill it, yeah it. 
I think if you really, if you like New Mutants and you've read a bunch of their previous stuff, you might enjoy it a little bit more. Um, overall, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad book. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's understandable. That's a, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, it might be for other people. <laughs> <laughs> might be for uh, that, that's the definition of that dress is so pretty on you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just don't understand these five dollar books that Marvel are coming out with. I mean, I get that it's a one shot and it's got maybe a little bit more pages, but so, it really doesn't feel like it, though. It doesn't. Well, actually, what's weird is some of their more five dollar books have felt five dollars. Oh, this one doesn't. No, I'm and actually maybe, very surprised that's a five dollar book. Maybe yeah. had Absolute Carnage and House of X, Powers of X, which are five dollar books. Mm-hmm. Not been coming up. I'm like, yeah, that's a five dollar book. I'm like, but no, I'm sorry, that's not a five dollar book. I think Absolute Carnage Absolute was seven ninety nine. Yeah, eight dollars. I'm saying, but they feel it. Yeah, maybe if this had come out because this was supposed to come out last year. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Um, had this come out last year and we didn't have currently a two weekly five dollar books and a bi weekly eight dollar book. Maybe yeah. we would feel this would feel like five dollars. Agreed. I agree with you, Jeff. Yeah. I also picked out the ugliest cover. You did. <laughs> we did have... No, I, I think you oh. picked out the think MS mean... Paint cover. Yeah, I, th- I think you mean Marvel picked out the, the worst cover. <laughs> I'm actually a little surprised. <laughs> I mean, it's, you were still able to buy the worst cover because it's Marvel put out the worst cover. <laughs> it's also a variant. So the fans have like... spoken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, cool book. Yeah. Maybe you know yeah. if you enjoyed New Mutants. Yeah. yeah you'll get a little more from it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll go next. I I read uh, Safe Sex. It's or it's SFSX. Finger bang the book. Pretty much. Uh, the book. <laughs> I I personally didn't enjoy it that much because I already read a better version of it in um in uh, Sex Criminals. No, well, yeah, oh. that and then also um. The book I was just reading with the the pig lady, oh unnatural, unnatural. Thank you. Yeah, um, I already read this story in unnatural. At least this first issue, it's basically kind of the same beat for beat, except that it you know it's humans instead of instead of animals. And the worst art, the the art's not great. I get it for this indie story and the way that it is because these types of indie stories, I think you can get away with more of this type of art yeah. because it is also much more about the subject matter versus the art. But and I agree with you though the art's not the greatest. Uh, but the story itself, just I just don't care because, like I said, I, I just read a better version of it in Unnatural. Yeah, and it, it's basically just hey, um, you know, it's it's San Francisco. Uh, there's a new religious whatever called the Order that has kind of taken over the city. You're not taken over, but you know, people have elected them, and so they're shutting down like a whole bunch of like sex stuff because it goes against the natural order you know hence they are called the order yeah and so she the main character was a sex worker but then the place that she was working at got shut down so now she's kind of like transitioning into like normal work and it's 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 not great i don't like it oh. but <laughs> i read it too and i just felt like it drug on yeah it did because i'm like three pages i'm like okay i know how this is gonna he follows the rules so yeah. he's gonna get in trouble for a thing he didn't do yep oh you're going to take a lot of pages. Yep. You're going to take a lot of pages to do this. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sure if you like this, if you haven't read Unnatural or Sex Criminals, you know, read this. Or if you like or sex, sex Criminals. Or yeah, or sex. But if you if you didn't, or if you haven't read those, or if you did read those but like them, I would say pick it up, at least the first issue. Yeah. See if you do like this. I just, I'm, I'm not, it's not for me. But know <laughs> that you might also risk going, I've already read this better three separate ways. Exactly. Yeah. But, it reminded you know, me of sex and sex criminals a lot. Yeah, fair enough. 
So who to thunk, you know, three different books with sex in the title, you know, <laughs> might have <laughs> might be <laughs> or about the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's the book. I don't I really need to talk about it too much. Yeah, that's what it is. And then Joe, round us out. What'd you read? Well, first off, Jed had picked out Deadly Class number 40 for me. And if I haven't already read a book this week, I would be telling you about that book. I read about four or five pages of it. I still don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, it still looks Success. the same. So, yeah, I, I, I really, I guess the main character is alive still. That's cool. And he's now dating awesome, cool uh, chick who's part of the, the gang. Yeah. Also super cool. Um, there, there's an orgy. Lots cool. of titties. Um, <laughs> a lot has I'll, happened in Deadly yeah, Class. Yeah, like I, I don't quite know what's going on, but that is not what I'm going to talk about this week. I read a really fantastic manga. It's called Way of the House Husband. It's about this guy who uh, he used to be a Yakuza assassin, basically, mm -hmm. and he was the immortal dragon, <laughs> and he spends his days now as a house husband. He got married and he got out of the Yakuza life. So it's about how he does all of these normal tasks as if he was like still a Yakuza, a Yakuza? person. Oh my God. <laughs> like he, he's like the, the opening panels of it are him in a really adorable, like cool. First off, he's dressed cool. He still has like the cool shades, the mm -hmm. cool suit things like, but he's wearing an adorable Shiba Inu apron. <laughs> and so it starts off. And it's like a knife is flinging through the air. Onions are being sliced up and they're all falling down. And, and like, they look like body parts and stuff. Like they're trying to make it seem like somebody's being dicing up a human being. Uh -huh. When in reality, he's making his wife some lunch. She gets up late. He's like, oh, hey, you know, hey, good morning. I made you breakfast. Here's some lunch. And she ran out of the house. She's like, okay, I got to go by. And he's like, you forgot your lunch. He gets in his bike. He rides as fast as he can to get after her. But he can't, he can't, doesn't catch up with her because some Yakuza guy sees him. And he's like, hey, you're the immortal dragon. I'm going to, I have a, a, a fight to pick with you. And he's like. I am a house husband. I do not know anything about this. And they're like, yeah, sure. You look just like this guy. You got tattoos. Some <laughs> cops show up. The cops are like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, I'm a house husband. He's still wearing the apron. <laughs> <laughs> He's still wearing the adorable. He wears the adorable apron everywhere. I mean, it's an adorable Aww. apron. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's So it's it's pretty great. He has a, It's about his misadventures, essentially, as a house husband and mm. how he truly is just a house husband. <laughs> like he just does a lot of really like benign tasks, really cool. Like so, his some of his old yakuza friends find him, and they're like, "Oh my god, you were the most badass thing ever!" Like, and they're all trying to like catch up with him and be talking. And he's like, "I don't know any of you anymore. I don't know anything about this." He beats the crap out of one of them because he's like, "This is bullcrap!" Because he teaches them how to how to cook croquettes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like it's it's the best. Like he cops like show up and they're always giving him a hard time and he tries to give them coupons and they're like, "Really, this is messed up. What's going on here?" <laughs> it's, it's like really, he's like, I, "I'm a house husband." Would you like some coupons? It sounds like it's, the response to my wife is a Yakuza. Almost. It, it yeah. is kind of the just just flip it. it like, it's really funny. Like in one of the episodes, it's him talking about how there was war on the streets and how like he you, this is how you have to like you have to maintain, you have to protect your turf. And it's him talking to a Roomba that him and his wife got when they were got married. Because <laughs> <laughs> so like, so, this turf is all the dirt. Because turf yeah. right. So he's so the Roomba doesn't do a good enough job and he's like, No, no, you're doing this all wrong. And he's like, You have to get a stick and you put a piece of cloth on the stick and you wrap a rubber band around the piece of cloth on the stick and then you put the stick in between this and he's like trying to teach the Roomba how to do things there's a cat in his house now and the cat keeps messing things up so he's like no 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 you don't understand what you're doing so then I guess the people who are part of his, his committee like of his housing uh -huh. it's little old ladies and they're like okay we're gonna go meet the new neighbors it's gonna be great and they hear all this crank this crashing and banging and all this stuff he you 
they open they, they come to the door they knock on it and he's they open the door and and he's like laying on the floor with bottles all broken around him and since there were wine bottles there's red everywhere and he's got the Roomba and the cat and he's like looking up at them from the floor and they're like oh my god are you okay did you just get beaten by someone he's like turf war Tur- turf war uh, <laughs> turf I'm protecting my turf <laughs> the cat bumped into something that made the Roomba go off that put the, it was ridiculous so there are much more much more misadventures if you want to have a good laugh it's it's pretty great and the art's gorgeous mm-hmm. like they they drew they drew everything yeah every little thing possible when he, he he's running away from them at one point and gets runs into a, a department store and they're they're like catch him catch him that's the immortal dragon we gotta kill that guy they drew all of the random things on the racks and stuff that they were running through of which might i add he was running to a bargain bin he was not running away from them he was running because he saw that it was the time and he had to run to the bargain bin and get a bargain t-shirt for his wife he has misadventures where he's going to pick up his wife her favorite anime things so like he goes into an anime store with a with a suitcase and he's looking around and he goes up to the like suitcase to the guy at the counter he puts the suitcase down he goes don't make any sudden movements do you have this and it's, i think the name of the show is um po po recure okay i think it's supposed to be like precure but yeah, it's yeah. not but it's basically do you have sailor moon and you know so he has to be cool yakuza guy buying this cool this like you know really girly, girly show manga, for his yeah. wife his wife is very nice yeah it's, it's, it's very cute like yeah. the whole the whole thing is really adorable and i can't wait to read more of it what is her ponytail situation does she have a side ponytail? no ponytail she has a uh, straight um a little bit lower then than shoulder live. length hair yeah I, if she I has don't, a side ponytail, that means she dies. I, I, yeah, that does I don't, mean I don't she think dies. it's this kind of manga. I think look it if up. anybody, yeah. if anyone actually goes after him, no they way. look like they die. Oh, like, yeah. like he beats the living crap out of people who mess with him. Well, he's the immortal dragon, yeah. right? Because he was the immortal dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the name of this manga again? Way of the House Husband. I have to read that. Uh, it's yeah, great. It's really great. Nice. So and, okay, I look it up, Jen. Hmm? It's called Dead Anime Mom Hair. It's a side ponytail. Fair enough. Yeah. Almost every dead anime mom has a side braided ponytail. That's true. Oh my god! All right. Well, uh, now this brings us to our uh, comic of the week that we all have read. Uh, this week's comic is Harleen. Harleen, book one. This is from uh, the DC Black Label. Uh, it was written and the art was done by I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, uh, S- Stefan Sejic. Yeah, Sejic. So Stefan Sejic. Yes, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> Listen, man, there's an S, T, and a J. And then a J, a yeah, I know, we're screwed. I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, but um, I enjoyed the hell out of this book. I, I really wasn't sure what to think about it when it first came out. Or, you know, when I first heard about it, because the Superman one, for me, it was not that great. Or it has, isn't still that great. But this one I actually thoroughly enjoyed myself. Uh, what about you, Jen? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with no. Well... Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking back on it now. I'm, I'm wondering if I was too harsh on it just because I, I didn't want to read it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it is a solid story. I could have, um, yeah. What could you have not? What What did you not like about it? Um, her. <laughs> okay. I hate everything about everything that you are. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, it just like it was it was just like and to be fair, I've never read anything about Harley Quinn. I know her almost strictly from um, the animated series. And then unfortunately, the yeah. canon. So you're still yeah. good. And then, you know, um, uh, Suicide Squad. Are you talking about the Oscar winning movie Suicide Squad? <laughs> it yeah. hurts every yes. time you say it. The Oscar, the Oscar winning movie the Suicide Os- Squad. 
<laughs> I can't say. Star Trek was robbed. Yeah. Uh, s- literally everyone else in that category was robbed. Yeah. Everyone else should have had a better chance. Suicide Squad, the Marissa Tomei of, of Special Effects oh. or Oscars. Oh. Oh. So, so you just didn't enjoy uh, her yeah. character? I just maybe she's not for me. I mean, it, it was it was a little too dramatic, and it was a little too like. Oh, I I don't. That's okay. Come you back know. to me. Yeah, no I it just I just it was very. Oh, I'm having this dream. The bad and then the Joker and, mm-hmm. and he looks so. Oh, he, I, is, he you didn't like my chemical Joker. See, I was gonna say he. Yeah, that's pretty, what you told me when yeah. I was reading. I was like, and I can't yeah. now. I can't unsee this. Yeah, it's definitely a pretty boy Joker. Yeah, <laughs> in which I mean, I sort of understand if you're gonna kind of take this person who's like a legitimate person, like character, mm-hmm. and she's yeah, yeah, she's a human. Yeah, and, <laughs> and to be like, and she fell in love with the Joker. You gotta like do a little something for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're maybe you? seeing it through her eyes though that's yeah. no see and that's it's very that is that is true but a good chunk of this book we see from her her eyes like you that, actually see what she's visualizing that is actually my nitpick okay i wish the whole book was that like when they're fighting like when you see back oh i love the fighting, shadow fighting thing like i wish fine, that was but the you whole also thing see like a lot of it from joker and back like what's actually happening like don't i want to see only her version of it i don't need to actually see what they're doing in the smoke I don't need to see him kill his driver because she wouldn't have seen it. I just want to see what she sees. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I understand that. I like the book. I like it. I just wanted. I wanted no one's perspective but hers, because let's be honest. Did DC, she? N- did she not see the driver getting shot? Because I know have. she said there was a whole lot of smoke and stuff. She couldn't. She couldn't see the smoke. Yeah. Okay. And she couldn't yeah. have seen Batman and him talking to each other. She couldn't have seen. That's fair. All yeah. she saw that fight was the shadows, and when he came out of the smoke before Batman grabbed him. Yeah. In reality, DC should have told this story forever ago. Like, we all know it. It's been, like, talked about here and there. But, like, tell it from her perspective, like, a full one-shot or miniseries. Like, we've seen mm-hmm. we've seen every bit of this before, just broken up. I mean, yeah. of all the stupid-ass Harley yeah. books we've had. I So, for me, my only – I have three nitpicks. One, I just didn't like the art. It's not bad art. I just did not like it. Okay. I do not – when it comes to comic art – like, this cover is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Same artist slash writer. Yeah. When it's comic art, I don't like the weird, subtle, soft shading of, like, taupe on taupe on taupe. Three different shades of taupe. Okay. Crimson, red, and ruby. Mm-hmm. I, I don't enjoy I, it. See, I felt like this this specifically. I, I had two ways I looked at it. We all know I love Amanda Connor's art. I'm just... It's not that I'm tired of it. It's just oh, Harley looks the same all uh, the time. Yeah. yeah. And and it and, and it's it's good because it's consistent. But at the same time, I was very happy to not have that art style in this because it was a much more human, realistic. Yeah, for me, it was the coloring that then, just bothered me. And then this was just like Invisible Woman Number One, where the art was so inconsistent from panel to panel. Maybe that's what it you was. Ha- you would have yeah. a beautifully drawn panel and a beautifully well, drawn page, and then the next two pages had like a weird off. And panel there might where be she a reason for ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. He um, is married. And his wife often is his backup artist on pages to help. So a lot of times she'll work on the same book with him. Mm. And she is good too, but a lot of times on books, I don't know if they both worked on this, but a lot of times books they worked on, there will be differences between certain pages. And I was wondering if it's like a... Could be it. This one is supposed to come out on time. Yeah. (laughs) Unlike the other Black Label books. And my only other real nitpick besides I wanted perspective, I did not love all the art. I wanted to see when she interviewed like Poison Ivy, Freeze, Croc... Mm -hmm. We saw a little bit with Har- a little bit with Harvey Dent. I wanted to see Harleen almost interact with them the way along the lines of the way she would eventually interact with them when she was Harley Quinn. 
I think we will. I think this is step one. Yeah, I think we are going because I I yeah. do think they're trying to show us that she's mousy and she's meek and that she well, isn't like really like, poison ivy to flirt with her. Uh, right, and know? I I, yeah. I think we're gonna I I I liked it actually shockingly enough. Yeah, I like the story. I think this I was, is actually what Black Label it, should be. This for. is a very mm-hmm. decent way of doing this. If you're gonna, if this is what Black Label is for for cursing and for whatever, it's it's pretty good. I mm-hmm. I really liked it. I do think that this is truly just part one. Like they where they leave you off. I think it's very clear that. We're going to watch her mm-hmm. take control of her own life a little more, like when she does it with the the girl that calls her Harley. Then uh, she's like "f you, Harley," and then she like like flicks her yeah. off, and it's like mm-hmm. it's a small inkling of we're going to get somebody who's going to yeah. have fun. In it a I did bit. like yeah. the illusions, maybe because I'm a sucker for it. Whatever they would like show her shadow as Harley. I, oh, I love that. I love all that stuff. Yeah, I think Brian said it best. I asked Brian when the book came out. I'm like, okay, but does it justify Black Label? Because I don't know why Superman's Black Label. Yeah, and Brian said it best. He goes, "Yes, in that." The concepts are too mature for the average yeah. kid or teenager to understand versus adults will get the concept. Reading it, I'm like, yeah, this is, you have to have been an adult and lived, like, you know, paid some fucking bills and whatever to understand the yeah. what's happening. Yeah, like, like for me, this is definitely a black label book. It not just be, not because of there's no violence, there's no, there's mm-hmm. barely any cursing. Yeah, it really is just a subject matter. Yeah, of, agreed. Of this is something that. An adult should be reading, not so much a middle schooler. It'll should be lost be in middle school. Exactly. So I, I personally, like I said earlier, I love the hell out of this book. Actually, uh, the the one panel where she is standing at the gates of of, of Arkham yes. Asylum, and then the shadow is just of Harley Quinn, was I think a fun, that could have just been the the cover of the book. Agreed. Because it was drawn so well, and then the other part that I absolutely adored. I'm gonna actually flip to it because it's I have I have to like I have to like get the actual uh, what she says, but it's when she's actually interviewing uh, Poison Ivy. Oh, that part. Oh, phenomenal. that part's oh. good. And and so she's just like because uh, basically she's talking about like lack of empathy for these people and where they lost their empathy. By the way, I liked that whole thing of it being an, almost an autoimmune disease of the mind. Exactly, mm-hmm. that was genius. Yes, yeah, I thought that was great. So. So then, you know, so she's like interviewing different people and they're all just like, yeah, you know, whatever. So then it gets to like poison eye. She's like, empathy. You want to ask me about empathy? I can literally feel the dying of nature in my very flesh. And I can hear the screams of the green and, you know, the, the howls of the festering decay. And you have the nerve to ask me about empathy as you scribble notes on the desiccated corpses of the, my follow, friend, my follow uh, fallen trees. I love that. <laughs> and it's just like, I can best. absolutely imagine that. Just like, oh God, I am writing on paper which is just (laughs) you know what the worst part about that to me I love that the worst part is I have a garbage brain so my brain instantly just conjured Aqua Teen when the trees were getting revenge on Carl (laughs) by ripping off his skin and writing 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 on it yeah (laughs) Yeah, in spite of my nitpicks and they are nitpicks I actually love this book my complaints are all nitpick complaints yeah and I understand that but Um, I loved it I thought again they should have been telling this years ago yeah I, I feel like for me um I feel like black label books as well. I, it feels like to me that they are all first person stories. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single one that they've released so far has been almost all inner monologue because it's what this character is thinking. With the exception of a, probably White Knight, Curse of the White Knight. Is that one a black label book? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I didn't realize that, that was a black label book. Yeah. My bad. That's uh, but that's also a sequel to a not black label book. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's, so that's I like where that, I'm going that with that. That's the exception. Yeah. And it's also just like those other ones where it's just like you're adding black label for no reason for Agreed. some of these books where it's just like this, this already is a came black out. Label book. But this is a black label book like Harleen, Superman, 
um, and then uh, Batman Damned, all of those are completely inner monologued. It is pretty much their perspective or or perspective that they have seen Which, or thank heard. Thank God for Superman. So we get lines like, I'm going like a locomotive in a zephyr through the ocean. <laughs> thank you know God what? for that inner monologue. Superman was so bad. Yeah. It's, we, hey, still we still got, got one, one more. Left. Yeah. I'm not reading that. We got you, it. You're not picking that one. As the, it, no, we're not we picking it. that as a stupid. Finish. No, I'm not reading that garbage. <laughs> the Coupe de Gras. We made I'm, I'm out. Oh. <laughs> oh I know. <laughs> people mispronounce that word. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> we, te- we, did, we did review the last issue. Dan is our big books is the last issue of damned yeah yeah and hopefully something better will come out the week that that superman book comes out yeah i really hope oh, you that. cursed it <laughs> yeah i know now it's, it's just now that week's gonna have like nothing come out oh man <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh our shipment will get lost and only that book arrives did you did you have a better way to explain what you're thinking of jen um, before we get off of this book no i just yeah. it really wasn't that's um, fine I, I, I the thing is the thing I remember about when I was reading it I was rolling my eyes a lot yeah. so I, I just because that kind of stuff like when I when it's her it's Harley Quinn's shadow I was like uh, but it's that, also, for, that foreshadowing just didn't do it for me but it's also told her perspective is also her from the future talking about her past so yeah. that would be no, she like, already I, knows that I, she is I, Harley I, Quinn no. talking about I, this. I, I do like. And I don't I, care. Yeah, <laughs> I do oh, like, and I hope it stays <laughs> that she becomes Harley Quinn. It seems like she's becoming Harley Quinn. Yes, I don't like that Suicide Squad. Did it. I don't like that the books have recently taken a turn where Joker turned her into. I hate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I hope that stays with these three issues that she chose to become Harley Quinn. Yeah, I'll give I'll give book two a I'll more read. a better. Okay. Shot. That's all anyone can ask for. The yeah. way that you feel about this Harley book is how I feel about almost every one of them that I read. Okay. I I really don't find her like I don't find her yeah. as Harley Compelling. interesting or in any way like I love her in the animated series, but that's literally all I love her in. Yeah. Everything else, it's like that's a mass murderer. I don't know why we're why we're all jazzed about. <laughs> but let this me bitch. take out the Joker fish episode. Then what do you think? Oh my God, the babies! I'm so down for her. <laughs> my favorite episode is when her and and Poison Ivy are, are stealing the general's daughter. Yes. And the general's daughter's like, no, no, it's okay. It's my daddy. It's my father. And she goes, no, that's not your father. That's your father in a tank. Yeah, like that's my favorite episode. That's your father in a tank. In a tank, and she's like freaking out. It's the best. Yeah. So that no. and the one where her and Bruce had to stop the mafia. She sings uh, that song while Bruce and Robert are just like wholesale it's trying just, their best to whoop ass in the background it's so great <laughs> yeah. like I, I i will hands down i love harley in the animated series because they don't ever actually show her killing anyone mm-hmm. she yep. hits people with that hammer oh yeah and they probably died afterwards hey how many times has batman done that right so if, if i'm gonna use <laughs> you mean I'm batman use that, the serial killer of gotham right. yes. <laughs> so i'm gonna use that as my my way of looking at it uh-huh. i ultimately feel like harley in the animated series i don't I, and i have so much compassion for her in that because there are multiple episodes episodes where the joker actually does do horrible things to her and she like is like maybe this isn't worth doing i i don't know if he loves me or not like, you know girl. my favorite thing in all of harley is her actual first comic Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, her first comic was great. Where 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 Poison Ivy soups her up and is like, "Fuck that dude! Mm-hmm. He put you in a rocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he meant to kill you. It just he he's an idiot and it blew up here. Yeah, <laughs> like you're only alive because he's dumb. Yep. <laughs> so uh, that issue of Harley, uh, yeah, Harleen number one or book one, I should say. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so. I'll read the second one. Yep, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And Sorry, I know Jen. I'm being a bitch with the art. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. to be fair, I kind of 
I didn't like the other black label, so I probably went in with not a great mindset. So okay, I will give. I did the, the same thing book. until so I saw I. that it was done art and was written by Sedgwick. So I was like, all right, I'm actually going to come into this. What's with his a first little, name? Uh, Stefan. 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 <laughs> we're gonna uh, say, we're just, I hope he finds, he hears this and goes, you son of a bitch, it's Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Brad. <laughs> Sorry, you guys can't read three consonants in a row. Yeah, Jesus, dumb <laughs> Americans. All right, well, that's now we're going to get on to our news segment. <laughs> All right, so this first bit of news I did not share with these with the rest of these fine surprise people. News. So it's going to be a little bit of surprise news, but <laughs> I would just no. want to let this you guys know in. this just in. Breaking, so, breaking. Uh, Philadelphia, they renamed one of their their galleries from the gallery to. I don't know. Let's just go with something else. Uh, but it's no longer this, but they reopened it. And so one of the department stores in it uh, features an original Emmy, the mannequin from Mannequin. <gasps> <gasps> yes. <laughs> so one of them has been found. And so not only that, but there is drama around this. The Kim Cattrall mannequin, right? The Kim Cattrall mannequin. I'm so happy that this is the first news. So, Jen's never seen Mannequin. It's yeah, okay. No. It's okay. Wait, wait, it's okay. Wait, it's Jen, okay. Have you seen Life Sized? No. No. Okay. Shit. So, so this one department store is like, hey, look, you know, we have an original Emmy, which is the name of her character from Mannequin. And so then Kim Cattrall uh, <laughs> saw it, and she goes, uh, no, that's impossible because I know where all six of them exist, and she lists all of them. And so then uh, the article I read was apparently what a the, weird thing to keep track of, right? Uh, the article I read, the author of the article actually loves Mannequin. He actually proposed to his, his fiance or his wife in, at the department store so where it was. Gay. He's gay. Um, <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, but he, yeah, he is. He doesn't know it yet. But, uh, That's what but like, I'm saying. So he ends up doing a whole bunch of research on this. He contacts the person who originally made it, does all this stuff. And the person who. <gasps> is there a mystery seventh one? I don't know if there's a mystery seventh one or something else happened. However, basically what it comes down to is the face and the torso is original. Everything else is not. Ooh. I still consider it original. It's original. Face and torso? Because That's all the parts that matter. For for Kim Cattrall specifically, it's just her face and torso. Arms and legs or whatever. They're a dime a dozen. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Face and torso. So there was a seventh? Either a seventh or or one of the original six. Is not where she thought it was. Is not where she thought it was. Bitch lost track. Oh, damn. Bitch lost track. So, lost. She was too busy spitting mad shit at Sarah Jessica Parker. She lost track. That's right. So if you're ever in Philadelphia, oh. there is an original Emmy, at least face and torso, which is all that matters. Okay. Niantic. Pokemon Go Fest next year, Philadelphia, so we can do both. Yeah. <laughs> Putting it out there, Niantic. Pokemon Go Fest. Philly D, go. <laughs> if the Overwatch finals, Grand Finals weren't just this past week, and I would be like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. We need to go to a place in West Philadelphia where Pokemon were born and raised. Yeah. Wait, did Kim Cattrall write the list out of where the other ones are? Uh, she wrote every single one that got one of them and uh, pr- presumably still had. We got to go on a tear talk. So can we, tour. Can we, yeah. yeah, can we go on like no, a no, no. T- It was like people's personal collections. I don't care. I'll uh, contact. Yeah, no. I'll send I emails. Like maybe yeah. one of them has like an actual like, like piece of a museum I'll or something. I'll slide into DMs. Yeah. Like let's. <laughs> no, no, no. Even it's not a museum. No one has a Kim Control mannequin Taurus mannequin and isn't willing to instantly show it off at a moment's notice. Fair. It's true. It's <laughs> a No mannequin. one's like, that's part of it's my, that's part of me. That's my private. No, they're like, Yes, <laughs> I do have it. 
So so that's a fun fun bit of news to start this I'm off so with. I thought with you that. would enjoy that, guys. Uh, especially Jen, because she I, knows all about mannequins. Jen, can I ask you a question? <laughs> what do you think mannequin's about? Um, a mannequin comes to life. Okay. Okay, yeah. Through a magical necklace. Yeah, Thanks for okay. fucking it up, Jen, but yeah. And not, not I, just I'm that. magic, not she, dark magic. But where, where did this mannequin originate? Where is this? Where is, you mean besides yeah. them all? Or? Well, I mean, why does it come alive? Oh, there's a reason. Oh, no. There's a mythology. Did somebody make a wish? No. No. There's a mythology. She, Kim Cattrall is an Egyptian pre, uh, princess. That uh, that <laughs> has curse. Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall is an Egyptian pre- uh, princess that has sure decided to just you know date people all throughout history because and she never fully found true love. She was cursed. She was cursed. She, she, she had cursed. a curse, so she couldn't find true love. So, Which is the same plot. Uh, as late eighties, early nineties, late late eighties, early eighties. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, yeah, mid early to yeah. mid eighties. Yeah, I think it's yeah mid to. I'll double check now because I shit now we have made a whole I'm gonna thing. go mid to late eighties. See, I can't. tell. All right, so we've somebody. got one mid to late eighties. We got one early to mid eighties. I can't tell because I I'm said ca- I could be confusing to... mannequin with mannequin too. I you yeah. might be. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's either ninety one or eighty nine. Maybe maybe that's both of those movies. It might be. <laughs> I really wanted to say eighty three, but I'm really sure it's not eighty three. But so. yes, that Kim Cattrall is an Egyptian oh, princess. God. An Egyptian who is, princess who is cursed and yeah, and apparently. You know, 1980s Philadelphia is is where the best time ever is. is. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, enjoy that. What's even more ridiculous? 87. 87. What's Bam. even more ridiculous is I'll take it. <laughs> mannequin spawned copycat movies. Oh yeah, there's a Vanna so White movie called Goddess of Love, where she plays Aphrodite, and because she can't find love, Zeus curses her to be. A statue slash mannequin, and a guy puts a bracelet on her and brings her to love, and she fucking uses laser vision to kill someone. It nice. actually spawned. It was man, it was popular enough. It spawned copycats. Oh my god! It was. And good. then there was okay. movie Tyra Banks called Life Size on Disney. Okay. There was that's true. Thing. Uh, so let's let's go to our next bit of news. That's not nearly as fun. I mean, what can top that, guys? Right? Um, I don't know. Maybe I guess Spider Man's back. Spider-Man. Speedamon. Whoops. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. That piece of news, though, has unfolded a bunch of weird ass. Oh, yeah, ways. Not even weird, just like, yeah. just, there's a lot of shit packed behind that. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, their, Disney's original deal, as reported by Variety and Head Deadline, was actually the 25%. That, that 50% was leaked by Random. someone. someone. Yep. Who could it Sony. be? Uh huh. And that their original deal was the 25 to 30%. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Sony. they wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Sony's like, we don't like that. Hey. Hey, they wanted 50%. <laughs> Which now explains why Disney was quiet. Disney's like, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. And you know we didn't. And we know we didn't. And we're going to get this regardless of what you're doing. <laughs> I think Disney was quiet because they're always quiet. Yeah. Well, because Disney's, know. I think Disney's quiet also because they're like, we're going to get this. Yeah. <laughs> as we had all stated, I think we, uh, as a, in, in as a general, unit. as a unit, we were all like, eh, this isn't the end of this. Well, no. it'll be fine. Absolutely it'll be not. fine. Well, it goes back to the last time we talked about this. One, when they were like, the door is closed. It's not. No. If it was, you wouldn't have said that. And uh, again, everyone's reporting that the Sony home office in Japan was telling the American office, oh, there is no option where this doesn't work out. Yep. <laughs> you guys don't get to say no. You can do what you want in the press, but we're telling you this works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like Kevin Feige's line of, 
he's got the only he's he's got the he's the only superhero with superpower crossing franchises, aka we're gonna fucking put him in Venom. Yeah. We'll let him be in Venom and Morbius. Oh, 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 I'm so sad. What yeah. Morbius? That means he's going to be in Morbius because he, he's a fucking Spider-Man villain. He might make it better. In in actuality, he might actually make the movies not to much shit more on, fun. Not, not, not to, not so, no. To shit on. <laughs> not to, like, compliment it. I actually do think Jared Leto is a good choice for the character of Morbius. I just think making a Morbius film separate from Spider-Man is pointless. Yeah. Like, if this was a Spider-Man movie, I actually was like, oh, Jared Leto is Morbius in a Spider-Man movie? That works. I, I also would have been a lot more fine with this if we didn't hear about uh, Suicide Squad stuff uh, yes. with what he did yes. and how mm. a terrible person he is. That too. Yeah. Do you think he's like, I can only drink. I, You know I hate that shit. Yeah, I know. That like, that's why I was, uh, um, what's the actress who was in The Favorite? Uh, Coleman, Gemma, mm-hmm. Jenna Coleman, whatever. Yeah. She famously has no process. She's like, what's your process? She goes, I show up on set and collect a fucking paycheck. <laughs> she goes, they call cut action and I turn on the character. Yeah. She famously has no, like, she's not a method actor. She has no process. Like, she's playing Queen Elizabeth in the new season of Crown. And, like, they're like, so you did you, like, study her? She's like, no. She's like, one, well, I'm British. Like, you know, everybody what? knows what she sounds like. She's like, but no, I don't have a process. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so you don't have any process? She goes, literally, I show up. I'm paid to do a job. They call action and the queen walks on camera. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we also found out the reason why uh, Kevin Fahey couldn't or Kevin Feige couldn't actually work on Spider-Man because uh, he's Stop. doing Star Wars or at least <laughs> a movie. So there's a Possibly. theory going around. Yeah, because apparently this deal only because this deal got signed Thursday night with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That it only got signed because of this leak of the Star Wars news, aka Marvel going or Disney going. Hey, he's got other stuff. He's to got do. other shit going on. His dance cards filling up fast, and some sites are wondering if the Star Wars movie will ever materialize. I hope it does. I- I think it will. I feel like at the very least, he will craft out a 10-year plan or a five-year yes, plan for he it. he might not. And then just be like, all right, I did it. You guys have to do it now. I but hope it this does is for my selfish reason. Why is that? I want him to cast Chris Evans, <laughs> but wait, as Dash Rendar. I figured. I just want Dash Rendar. I know you do. I just want Dash Rendar. <laughs> just give me Shadows of the Empire, the movie franchise. <laughs> or, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle Katan. No, why not that? Or, but also Jet Dash Rendar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like also, but <laughs> Shadows of the Empire Gen was like the dopest shit back in the day because it was Lucas's first attempt at like a multimedia thing. Okay, it was a book, a comic book, a video game, a card game, and a adult young adult graphic novel or novel. Yeah, and you actually had to do them all to get the story. Like, oh wow, Dash Rendar's story happens almost ninety eight percent of it happens in the video game. Yeah, he's like a ancillary character in the novel. Wow. Yeah. And then other uh, Spider-Man news spinning out of it (laughs) 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 is, uh, uh, or I mean, uh, Madam Web uh, might have a movie, you know, uh, which is being written by the Mobius writers. I've never heard it. You want to know what's even more funny about this? What? I don't know if I've ever heard of her. You know what's hilarious? Son of a bitch! I'm going to say, you know what's hilarious (laughs) about this though is that Madam Web. I was like, oh, she's kind of a knockoff nor Oracle. However, Oracle came nine yeah. years after Madam Web. Madam Web was first. Mm-hmm. So Madam Web is basically Oracle. Okay. Just she's <laughs> Madam Web is a character who is connected to the web of life so she can see all possible timelines mm-hmm. throughout the Spider-Verse. In reality, if you just put Madam Web in the Spider-Verse sequel, That's I think that'd I be great. Thinking. I don't yeah. know why she needs a solo. She doesn't need a solo just like Mobius. Or Morbius. Yeah, Morbius doesn't need a solo either. Yeah. 
the coolest <laughs> thing about Madam Web is, and it's actually a really, it's a heart, it's a touching thing. Madam Web is actually voiced by Stanley's wife. In yeah. the, when she was created for the cartoon, she was voiced by Stanley's wife. And uh, when she died, they actually put on, her, they actually did a whole Madam Web memorial for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually super sweet. Yep. She's also like in the animated series. She's the best. Yeah. <laughs> she was. If she showed up, if you heard Spider Man, you're like, oh shit, it's a three parter. <laughs> I didn't know this. But this is the beginning of a three parter because she never had a one part episode. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's a mistake. I, I agree. Uh, but I think putting her in a movie, putting her in a movie, yes. I think would be fine. I mean, she could be the Nick Fury of their of their Spider Verse or whatever the hell. They or want. she could even you could even slot her into the MCU the way things have gone. Like yeah. she could be someone that Strange first encounters, but a solo that's just as bad as the Aunt May solo movie idea. Yeah. I think that they might this this news breaking might just be kind of like, hey, these are plans we have that are much further down. We might meet her in other movies and then be okay with this. Maybe because yeah. I I would have never said, hey, let's do a Captain Marvel movie. You know, I would and think, I still don't feel that way, but I mean, you know. I would think that much more. Uh, if, if it was Marvel doing it. Well, not just oh. Marvel, not just that. I mean, I agree with that, but not just that. But if they did that with Mobius or Morbius. Yeah. Morbius, I was thinking they would do the same thing, but he's just going to have his movie. Does Venom 2 come out before that? No. Morbius is all, it's coming out next year. Oh, no way. I thought that what? was yeah, We're getting a trailer, away. apparently. Like, the rumor what? is in December we're getting a trailer. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I They're thought already, we had like, time and we no. were going to be introduced. Yeah. Finished so, or at least that's what I was hoping. Yeah, that's they what I'm were saying. Do. Yeah, that's no, what I thought No, they finished well. principal, I think, last month, they said, and we're supposed to get a trailer either December or January is the rumor. Wow. Yeah, it's done, done. It's in the can. Yeah. So if that if that didn't happen with Morbius, I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what's going to happen with this but no i feel like this is just gonna come and out you know what's weird to me <laughs> a lot of spider-man villains are hard to do without including spider-man but they have a couple yeah you could do a craven movie a solo movie without spider-man mm-hmm. he's got an interesting enough story and he doesn't he doesn't in his life craven doesn't encounter spider-man until much later in his life as being craven the hunter you could do an entire craven movie without ever telling you who that is till the end yeah, yeah. like you could have him there be are himself. characters he does he does have a very very complicated backstory and then when finally when you, you could meet spider-man at the end of it you or, don't yeah. have to actually even have him there you don't have to do that you could get a you could probably get a three movie franchise out of craven before you had to bring spider-man in because He's like 40 years old when he meets Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's been like the most elite hunter since he was a teenager. And he has a daughter and a sister and a brother and his brother's chameleon. Okay. <laughs> How okay. about this? Craven, uh, casting for Craven, The Rock. Michael Ham. <laughs> oh, no. I'm or John Ham. Yeah, John Ham. Michael no. Ham's the gay guy on Instagram. Yeah, I would like John Ham. I'm just saying, what if The Rock was cast as, as Craven? You know, actually, who would be who sadly would be a really good Craven, but. Uh-huh. I think he'll never get used because he won't shut the fuck up about playing Deathstroke on Twitter. Is Joe Magliano? Yeah, but mm. he's still like I'm in DC's boat. I'm like you need to bail out of that boat because there's other roles out there that you'd be better for. Yeah. I hope it's just an unknown. I I'm, I'll be that too. Well, I yeah. love The Rock in a lot of things, and I don't like him in a lot of things. Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying so, I want him he's, to be. He's just I was like, just thinking around. Just what fun. if yeah, he yeah. was like that? Would be hilarious. <laughs> you know who I would? I hate to keep bringing him up. Uh huh. If he was younger by ten years and got into shape, the guy who plays Tetch on oh, Mindhunters, because yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. he would do a Russian. You know, he would do a Russian accent. He'd be pretty good. I agree. I'd cast him. Spider Man, <laughs> huh? I'd cast him in just about anything. Yeah, that too. I mean, he's still my Ben Grimm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think a Madam Web movie is like, oh, what yeah. a waste! What a stupid, stupid waste! What yeah. is she gonna do? <laughs> what is she gonna? She's literally more than Morbius, more mm-hmm. than even Venom. She literally only exists to be a part of Spider-Man things. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the arbiter of the web of life that only spider totems are connected to. Oh, my God. They're going to introduce spider totems. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. That, that'll do it for our news this week. <laughs> uh, but we do have a topic, though. So, uh, the topic. A topic. A topic. The topic I would like to talk about is, uh, is about the Joker controversy that's been going on. Uh, so, you know, uh, the movie that's coming out this week. God. King uh, of Comedy. Yep. The King of Comedy. Uh, <laughs> um, they, the red carpet was just this past weekend, and they did not allow interviewers to be on the red carpet. They only allowed photographers, which is like a first in many, 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 many years. Bad PR move, in my opinion. Not a great PR move. Um, and then I was like, well, that's, that's kind of crappy. But that was also kind of in response to uh, the director, uh, Phillips. Uh, I have a quote from him that I think is pretty bad uh, from myself. Uh, his quote was, we didn't make this movie to push buttons. I literally described to Joaquin at one point, these three movies are like, hey, look at this as a way to sneak a real movie into the studio system under the guise of a comic book film. It wasn't, we want to glorify this behavior. It was literally like, let's do a real movie with a real budget and we'll call it fucking Joker. That's what it was. So that, oh that for me pissed me off so hilariously because... You know, he wanted to make a, you know, quote unquote, real movie. Um, but, you know, this is the same guy who made Hangover Part 3. Uh, thank and you. And Starsky and Hutch I wish we could just rewind the podcast right uh, now to the first time we talked about Joker. And I said, yep. I'm tired of people going, I don't want to make a comic book movie. I want to make a real movie. And your movie is only being made because it's called The Fucking Joker, you dickhead. Yep. I want to know what MCU billion dollar movie isn't considered a real movie by and, anyone's standards. And that's where I was at as well. Cause I, I read that and, and we had discussed this a while ago, like you had just said yeah. about how we were like, we, you know, we just don't want somebody to do like this type of thing or, or whatever. And then he actually comes out and says the exact thing yeah. that we were all thinking. The, yeah. And it's like, but kudos, what, what the hell is a real movie to uh, you then? Again, you created Hangover Part 3 and the Starsky and Hutch remake. Are the Tim Burton <laughs> Batmans not real movies all right? of a sudden? Uh, you know what? Are, 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 you know, yeah. there's, there's so, what is a real you know movie? What? Yeah, what's is a real Suicide movie? Is Suicide Squad not a real movie? Because I mean, It's an I'm Oscar-winning like, movie. Like, yeah. I, as far as the Oscars are <laughs> concerned. <laughs> no, you know what, though? I'll go back to the most... The biggest movie of this past fucking decade was Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And you know what? I think Joe first said it when we first talked about it. That scene where Ant-Man sees his daughter. Oh, my God. That is as powerful as some scenes I've seen in quote-unquote real movies. I'm like, he broke my heart. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. One, you're happy to see your daughter, and you're destroyed because you missed missed five years. Mm-hmm. What is a real movie? It, yeah, what's a real right, movie? You're right. It is a real movie. You. It's a real copy of fucking King of Comedy. I cannot stress this enough. They even have De Niro in it playing the talk show host from King of Comedy. <laughs> on yeah. purpose. On purpose because it's supposed to be fucking King of Comedy. And Scorsese backed out of this movie when he realized they were making a clone of his movie out of anger. <laughs> like... It, that, that That's why that, that entire quote is it just, just seems so, so pompous. Maddening. Yeah, it's... Well, it's pretentious. It is. <laughs> it's it's just, uh, we were having this conversation on Saturday in the store up front with a whole bunch of customers. It's basically his fuck Marvel. Which, like every one of the directors that has to be like throwing shade at some but something else. Like this guy is throwing shade at the company that gave him money to make well, a freaking we were talking movie. About, and I said, mm-hmm. I'm like, I found out, I have discovered, we have discovered, every time a director shits on the other franchise, Marvel, and this is not a Marvel versus mm. it's not supposed no, to be a Marvel versus DC. Yeah. 
every time a director has done that, I have found I don't like their film. Suicide Squad, David Ayer actually said in an interview, fuck Marvel. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't like that film. Uh, Zack Snyder, both for BVS and for Justice League, shit all over Marvel, didn't like those. You know who didn't say shit? The fucking director of Shazam, which I think is an underrated DC movie. It's a great movie. movie. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. Such a good movie. But is that considered a real movie as far as this guy's concerned? Because if it's got... You're not telling me. I just want to know what a real movie is to the the guy who made The Hangover 3. Exactly. I just want to know what it is. Like, is a real movie only sad, depressing movies where you walk... So I guess Wonder Woman's not a real movie. Screw Wonder Woman. Screw Uh, Aquaman. uh, You know... uh, Aquaman might not be a real movie. Screw Kick-Ass. Screw Sin City. Screw screw um, the Nolan Batmans. Winter Soldier. Screw Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Winter Soldier. I'm sorry. <laughs> Say what you want. And again, he's not even my favorite character. My, Spider-Man's my favorite no. character. My favorite, I think the best comic book movie, whether it's your favorite or not, was Winter Soldier because you know what they did? They snuck a real movie. Oh, wait, no. They just showed that comic book movies are real movies. Real fucking movies. Yeah. It's, it's just it's a real movie. comic book pot plot line yeah so it's just, and it's just to me says exactly what i think i said this yeah. is just gonna be a movie that's called joker so that people will go see it yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, just because movies are highly stylized or their content whether it was adapted from something that this guy clearly does not like yeah you know it, it just it doesn't make sense to me because for me you know i, I preach the yeah. word of sin city mm-hmm. that is the most perfect adaptation of a comic movie i've ever seen yeah, and that's because it, it was literally the panels yes. on screen yeah. <laughs> is that is that something that everybody liked no but I loved it. I thought it was a phenomenal way for me to see Sin City differently. But it was also a but real movie. That's a real movie. Yeah. I don't care how stylized that thing is. I for hate American sake, Beauty. Sharp Boy and Lava Girl is a goddamn that's a real, real movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. like, I hate this whole like, <sighs> let's class ourselves, us versus them. We are a higher class. Well, no, you're not. He's it, also, isn't he, this is the same director that also said he was very upset that people were like, aren't you glorifying a, a mass murderer? Well, they had yeah. apparently never had that thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, Brian, yeah. you're going to go no, further? No, I was just saying, that, oh, okay. this, this entire quote that I said is actually in response to that. To that. This was what he thought would help that discord oh. because he was saying, we didn't make the movie to push buttons. A, also, with that quote, you didn't make a movie to push buttons. Real movies in your whatever in you want. In your definition are made to push buttons. You sold? You sl- <laughs> okay, by using his quote and and a thing called context clues, which clearly, by his quote, he doesn't know exists. Nope. <laughs> what you pitched to Joaquin Phoenix was, we're going to make a movie that's going to fucking have people talking. It's going to cause controversy, and it's going to make headlines. Do you want to be a part of it? Don't worry that it's called Joker. We're not really making that. Using his context clues, mm-hmm. that's what you pitched to Joaquin Phoenix. Might I also mm-hmm. add, this didn't have much buzz, you're right, until you started talking about it. Until there was controversy. Until there was have. actual controversy. Yeah. Most people who were watching it were saying one of two things. Hey, it's good. You should go see it. Or, hey, it was all right. If I didn't I, even know it released this week until like until this last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. until this controversy happened. I completely forgotten. Not it's, that this movie existed, but that it was coming out October it's shit 4th. Like this, we worked I at a comic shop. Yeah. How it's, did we not realize this? We had customers talking about this every time a trailer dropped. Oh, maybe it's because they didn't drop very much until the last six months. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that. Maybe their, their, their <sighs> campaign for marketing should have been fired. You know what? You want to know what's a real movie? Fucking Planet of the Apes. Oh, but that has special effects and CGI and apes. I guess it's not a real movie. Is Beauty and the Beast an Academy, not a you know, a nominee nominated movie for best film animated? Maybe is, he is only that thinks a, real movies are movies that, that get movie? Oscar nods. So then, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. That, that, yeah, like I just don't understand what this guy is. Joaquin we're Phoenix going to squad up movie. for a real movie sequel? What the hell is know. a real Ugh. movie? Oh, I said squad up. <laughs> 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 I felt gross. 
I hate yeah. that kind of us versus the every movie's a real movie. It might not be your taste, and maybe you don't think it's a serious movie. That's a different story. That's a different story. I, I got mad on Saturday when I read the, the John Wick comment he made. He was he was upset people were saying you're glorifying a, rat, a mass murderer and all these things. And he was being like, no, uh, people went and saw John Wick 3. And they they were behind him. He he assassinated hundreds of people in that movie. At no okay. point in John okay. Wick are you supposed to be feeling okay. sympathy for John Wick. Yeah, that's the thing. Part of the culture that everyone's concerned about is not the John Wick culture. No, no. John Wick is a fucking legend, which it's a is fast everything. And film. Which is everything this group is not. Yeah. The thing, the reason why people are concerned about the Joker in this movie is because you're taking this down look guy who doesn't have a girlfriend, doesn't have any of this stuff. Society shit on him. Society it's not shit on his him. Fault it's not his evil. fault. He's evil. Mm-hmm. Like. John Wick doesn't have a problem with what he does, and no one in John's world has a problem with what John Wick does. The first one, which is the only one where you can be sympathetic to him. The first one, the cops show up. You back at it again? You don't need to be sympathetic. He's still a murderer. John Wick is revenge. Action, adventure, revenge, fantasy. That's about revenge. It's a fantasy film. It's a fantasy. So it's it's a completely different kind of movie. Yeah, but the thing is, is he's not the figure that this group sees themselves as they see him they see themselves as the joker and instead of villainizing the joker Mm -hmm. and being like hey no he's still a fucking shithead this is a bad role model we are like this is yeah this is a bad role model this is not somebody you want to like you want to associate yourself with they make him the leader of this revolution no one in john wick is saying idolize john wick well, they're yeah. saying fear John Wick. There's also in John John Wick's a superhero. Not a single one of us could be John Wick. No. no. Whereas literally anybody could be this. Motherfucker Joker, fell off a building. That's the entire point. Yeah. That's the entire point <laughs> and, of this Joker film. That, is only, that anybody could do. You know, because society could beat anybody. Yeah. Down the to only do film this. where you are supposed to feel some sympathy for John Wick is the first one, and that sympathy comes from a person who was a murderer who got out of it and via the rules of his murder group gets to chill. <laughs> And he gets pulled back into his murder group. You feel sympathy because his dog died and his wife died. You're not going, yep. poor John Wick. You're like, fuck yes. Become the Baba Yaga again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an action movie. It's a, it's it's a not, fucking fantasy film. They're completely film. different. I, I was so... I was like enough, it's more of a comic people. book movie than this one, it, it, it seems It really like. is. Yeah. Like, this this movie just looks... We, we've talked about it at length. This is literally the kind of movie I would never go see. And the only reason we're probably going to see this movie, and I say it's probably... because of this podcast. It's because of this podcast. We were literally all week long... One of us was taking shots at one another. Who's going to make the plan? Because I really don't want to see this movie. If this movie was not supposed to be sympathetic for Joker, I'd see it in a heartbeat. I don't want to sympathize with Joker. I don't, as a person who reads comic books, I have never sympathized. Never. Which makes what was always made Joker a compelling villain to Mm -hmm. me. The only time I think you ever sympathize with the Joker is when he lost his memory. And then he, because he's not the same person at that point. You know? That's that, the, and even then, you don't because he because he's still the Joker. He's still going to be the Joker. <laughs> I also don't like a completely separate thing. I think it's a huge mistake to give the Joker an actual origin. Agreed. Yeah. You literally ruin the mystique of the character. Yeah. The Joker. Hell, in Harleen, he tells like five origins, all lies, and yeah. they were all good origins. They were all compelling origins. Each fake story he told him, like that's a good. And origin. he explains yeah. it. He says it's more fun. He's like, why would I tell you the boring story of how I actually got made? Screw it. I'd rather tell you something that's much more epic and and cool to listen to. It's just like with like Sherlock, uh, Sherlock season three, where (laughs) at the end of season two, he dies. You know, he supposedly dies by falling off of a thing. So season three begins with everybody telling their version of how he survived. And when it actually comes down to it, he goes, what does it matter? You know, the the actual story is never going to be as good as what you guys think it's going to be. 
and that's it, it, and that's actually how it's it the was. same as it's like, the same as when the Firefly <laughs> comic told books origin. Yeah, books origin from Firefly was so much cooler until I read the comic book. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, ah, uh, you ruined. I, now I actually don't even. I, I love the nod in Serenity. In Serenity, when it's like you're gonna have to tell me that story, somebody. No, no I, won't. I really don't. And I mm-hmm. wish they never had. And I wish I hadn't heard it because I feel like what I had built. It, it's it's what's under the bed. Yeah. Everything in the darkness is scary until you turn that light on. Yeah. And then we find it's out, nothing. oh, it's my fucking skateboard. <laughs> right. Oh, it's it's, it's yeah. everything is what's under the bed. Fine. Your story of what's under the bed is so much better than what's actually under and the bed. And then once you see that skateboard, the under the bed will never be frightened to you again. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's the problem with the Joker. I feel like every time they give him a more real, you know what? Maybe we will be pleasantly surprised. I'm and at hoping At the end so. of this movie, they're going to be like this. And it might be the Joker telling this story. And I really hope it is just a lie. Yeah. I hope this movie isn't, is, I hope this movie is quote, a real movie. And uh, doesn't just give us King, 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 uh, King of Comedy because I don't want to watch that movie again. I've already seen that movie and I don't ever want to watch it again. I am admittedly not miserable. a Scorsese film fan. Mm-hmm. I, I liked, it's, like, I'm hit or miss. I like Taxi. It's a good movie. I don't ever want to watch it again. Though. I will never watch it again though. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Clockwork Orange. Oh, it's how shit, I feel about a lot of movies in general that are yeah, great no, movies. I'm not a huge fan of his. Yeah. But if I had to pick a film I really hate, it's actually it's two films. I hate King of Comedy and I fucking hate Gangs in New York. See, that's the one yeah. I don't hate, and that's because it was so funny. And I, I know it wasn't supposed to be funny. That's the thing. I, yeah. I, I think I hate because like, I knew it wasn't I supposed to be. Cameron Diaz, funny. pick an accent, bitch. Pick one. It was great. <laughs> but see, but that's the thing is that I think his his work that's not supposed to be funny. Like he did a good good fellows, right? Or Godfather. Yeah. I'm sorry. Godfather. Godfather. I like two out of those three, and I and not the one everybody else likes. <laughs> you like, like two and three? Yeah. So <laughs> two I, or three are cut. Listen, they're underrated. Like, one is fine, whatever. It, one's, two and three are kind of It's great. a fine movie, but I have literally never wanted to watch number one ever again. But if two is on, I'll leave it on. I always feel like a bad Italian when I have to admit I don't like Godfather. Uh, they're like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. Just. I don't like movies. Right? <laughs> but that, that's part I of I guess the I don't go to movies to be depressed. Same. I yeah. want to watch movies to escape. I don't want to watch movies where I could turn on the news and read that this happened. And this yeah. is coming from a motherfucker who watched a movie called Melancholia and enjoyed it. I don't go to movies to be depressed. <sighs> And they have said that the first half of the movie you do sympathize with, and the second half you don't. But I is, just don't ever, ever, well, ever, just, just ever. But you know what? We'll see you next week. We'll see. We'll see this coming. Watch week. this space, as Rachel Maddow would say. Yeah. <laughs> or, or visually hear this space. That's right. Because we don't do this with video. That's correct. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> But uh, your yeah. eyes have been warned. <laughs> that really? Oh, warning when we switch to video, real. I'm gonna wear the weirdest, craziest shit. You're already wearing a cruel intention shirt right now. That is not weird and crazy. And do you know how many compliments I get on this shirt from I weird and crazy you. people? I'm I'm wow, weird and crazy. You just shit yeah, all over fair. Joe. I'm okay with that. This is great. Yeah, she's, she's married to me. She's normal. weird and crazy. Yeah. I got a compliment today <laughs> at Starbucks from a relatively normal-looking person. Oh. They it's were, a stranger. They, they, were, they were not normal. Sliding skill there. They were like, oh, cool shirt. I was like, thanks. Oh, that's a normal interaction. It was. Okay, speaking of cool shirts, there was a dude in a Jaws shirt that I've never seen before. I don't know if you saw them earlier. It was like one of those sublima- uh, sublimation, sublimation ones, print yeah. ones. So it was like the whole poster, but it went around his whole oh, body. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like the front part of him, like it was, he was a, it was like a, a, a stocky fella. Uh-huh. So like the front part of it was like all the shark and like tiny little lady heads, <laughs> little legs at the top or his, his collar. It was great. It was a really cool shirt. Pretty hilarious. So... Okay, so look forward to even more ridiculousness than Cruel Intentions, yes. the shirt. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm going to fucking turn it out. <laughs> you be the only person dressed out. for this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to full Elton John that shit, like fucking feathers and shit. Yes. 
<laughs> we'll do the opening. You're actually gonna walk in. You know I have the power. I make my costumes. I'll make. I'm gonna make dumb shit. I look forward to this. We're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, Anyways, that brings us to the end of our episode. Fuck Tom Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even care to write down his first name because I don't care. I don't know why God. I remembered his name. <laughs> yeah, He's, I don't know why either. Uh, Maybe that's not his name. Let's just go. With that's not his name. His name is is Jack Wagon. So <laughs> brings us to the end of our episode. Uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, Woo! powered by our friends, the Three Thousand Brigade. We whoop whoop. Uh, we also have our sister podcast, Taste of Dragons. Jen was on with it. Yeah, Jen was on this week. Yeah. yeah. So she. Uh, I would never. Yeah, Anthony would. Oh, wow. Would, Soon. He would never. <laughs> That's Soon different. Soon you will. Yeah. I, I believe you, you like play Destiny. It meant nothing. Not? It meant nothing. It was just one podcast. <laughs> He's a one and done type of person, you know? Uh, but oh, you wait, can also, I think I have been on more than one episode. Yeah. <laughs> but you've already been yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. But you can, uh, you can uh, find us online, right, Anthony? At Tater Talk 93 on The Gram. The Grams. The Grams. The nice. Cat Gram. The Heather Graham. I really love Heather Graham. The Graham Cracker. Damn, that's where I was going to go. Uh, <laughs> instant Graham Crackers. Oh my God. What if that was what Instagram stood for? I'd be so happy. Instant Graham Crackers. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, but as always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. Woo-hoo. So long. <laughs> <laughs>